0: Welcome to Sober Ventures, the podcast that brings together inspiring entrepreneurs combining the worlds of recovery and business. My name is Will Bradwell and I will be your host. Each week we feature a discussion with a guest that has made a new life for themselves in their sobriety. No matter where you are on your journey of recovery, it is my sincere hope that you can take some of the lessons shared and apply them in your life so you can see all that is possible when we tackle our addictions and turn that energy into something positive and productive. So, let's get started. Today's episode features Ashley Longmire of Serenity Web Solutions. She's been sober since May 6th, 2015. Her journey of recovery has brought her through many struggles, including divorce, a custody battle, and losing her business that she had helped build. But she continues to charge on and shares her story along the way. I first found her writing through the Sober Together Facebook group and could tell she has a big heart for helping others through her words and her work. In our discussion, we talk about her history in drinking, what got her to take a second look at her habits, and what she's discovered in sobriety. She shares lots of resources that helped her along the way and what she does now to maintain her recovery. Here's Ashley.
1: Oh goodness, thank you. Um, <laughs> my story, I'll try to keep it sort of brief, but I um, you know I got sober after I divorced in 2015 and a lot of my, my drinking days, the alcohol had a lot to do with the divorce, <laughs> as is the case, um, not directly. it wasn't like the typical, I didn't even know the alcohol was part of the divorce until after I got sober. Um, because you know, we both drank and we just, it was just the lifestyle that goes along with it. Um, and everything kind of just, I was married to my childhood sweetheart. You know, we built a business together. It's just like I said, you know, um, before we started recording as entrepreneur, I've always been, um, into, I've always had a passion for business ownership and um so i owned a business at the time um with my husband and it just it got it grew really fast and we were very successful but i didn't um my drinking just got we had to go to networking events and do a lot of things and i didn't i was my social anxiety and all the things that i didn't know how to handle myself without alcohol basically mm-hmm. um especially in these environments so it just got out of hand um I started drinking more and more and other things were going on, but, um, yeah, it, it when we divorced, it was, um, quite a ride. <laughs> it took a whole year to get divorced. And, um, I did not actually get sober until I think it was four or five months after that was finalized. Um, I kept going to my therapist and, you know, journaling. Um, I noticed you wrote, right, you wrote somewhere on your blog that you had a live journal. Um, and I did Mm -hmm. too. And I've had live journals since I was 16. Um, I'm 31 now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I've had a live journal for a long time and I did the exact, I actually went back and was reading my journals and, um, you know, alcohol has been a problem in my life. And I just had not, not always, but especially in the past, the, the previous five years. And I just kept trying to moderate it. I kept trying to, you know, um, bad things would happen when I drank, and I didn't know how to keep those things from happening that didn't involve not drinking. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and that wasn't, that wasn't really something that came to mind. It was just, you know, okay, well, how do I not drink so much? Um, mm-hmm. so I looked up things like, you know, there, I think there's things out there about moderating and, um, you know, I, I started dating, um, my husband now I started dating him and, um, he was the first person, at least man that did not prefer me drunk. <laughs> hmm. And that was new. Um, and it actually, it kind of cast us a, a broad spotlight on my drinking, you know, up to that point. Um, it, my drinking was always encouraged, you know, in the whole hmm. the party scene that I was in, it was very normal. And it wasn't like I stood out a whole lot, but with him and with the people that you know, stuck with me through the whole divorce and everything. They didn't, they don't drink a lot either. My friends now, um, it just made it to where I was obviously the odd bird. I obviously was only one that, that had to drink somewhere and could not, um, do without it. So it kind of became a problem. We got to where I was, you know, I have an incident that happened that, um, that almost just lost him, I guess. And, um, I didn't quit drinking because of him, but that was when I started realizing that I had to make a change. Um, or I was gonna lose more and I'd already lost so much. I lost custody of my children um after the divorce and not directly because of my drinking, but indirectly because of just again mm-hmm. the lifestyle that goes with it. Um and I didn't want to lose anything else. Um so I, I just I I started Googling again. That's what I do when I'm trying to solve a problem. (laughs) I just pulled up the internet and I'm searching, you know, how to quit drinking and what you're supposed to do. And I came across a lot of the sober community and, um, started reading about other women who were not drinking and they weren't, they weren't trying to moderate their drinking. They were just not drinking at all. And that had honestly never crossed my mind before. Um, (laughs) you know, it blows my mind now to realize that I just, somebody said something about how they just didn't drink the first drink. um, Then they were fine. And it just blew my mind at the time. I was like, so, um, so yeah, I I quit. I say I quit technically. I think I made a decision to quit like May 8th or 9th, but um, the last time I drank was May 5th. So my sobriety date, I'd say was May 6th, um, 2015. And I just, I haven't had a drink since. Um, it's been, it's been a pretty wild ride though. <laughs> it's been there's A lot that's happened since then. And, you know, I've gotten married, I've had, you know, had custody battles and all sorts of things, but, um, but life is really, life is good now. So that's, that's my, I don't know if that's brief or not, but that's my, um, life. <laughs> so
0: that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It gives us a good, good kind of vantage point on how, how things were, how things kind of got to the point where you start to realize that, Mm -hmm. this isn't right. Like you you need to make a change. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's one of those things. I, I was in the same boat kind of Mm -hmm. Um, like I was, I was drinking. I used to drink a lot more when I was younger. And then like, as I kind of lost contact with more and more friend groups, I just like kind of kept drinking by myself more and more. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until just something happened. I, I drove one too many times drunk and luckily didn't get caught, but uh, when I got home, uh, my wife could tell I wasn't right, and I, at that point, that night, I I couldn't admit that I was drunk driving uh, like 30 miles to get back home after I was working uh, um, on another fish farm that we had, um, but it wasn't until that point that I couldn't even admit that I was powerless over the alcohol at that point uh, before I realized I can't only do it a little bit. I had to just not drink at all and and until then before then I never really thought of actually stopping drinking it was always just like okay I'll just like do it twice a week or I'll only do it like if I go out with these people Mm -hmm. Um, but it wasn't until like I completely stopped that I gave myself the freedom to start freeing up my mind to do something else and to look and see what other things I could occupy my mind with and once that wasn't occupying it all the time mm mm-hmm. uh, so
1: exactly yeah I actually read your story um about the the drive because that I said there was an incident with my um my current husband now when we were dating one but I think I wrote about it and um I have a guest post somewhere I, for Holland Lane magazine but and it was the first time I ever publicly talked about it but drunk driving you know if you go to meetings and, you know, you talk to a lot of people who drank, I mean, a lot of people did drink and drive or they still do drink and drive. But to me, that was like the rule that I would never break. (laughs) You know, it was, it was one of those things. And I had driven before after a couple of drinks, but I'd never driven like drunk, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I, and I I picked a fight with him and left his house and drove to my apartment, which wasn't very far, but I don't remember the drive. Like I remember just walking out to Mm -hmm. my car and that's it. And scared me. <laughs> I woke up the next day, you know, just like, oh my god, you know. Um, I didn't quit immediately, but I think I think I quit just two or three weeks after that. And I didn't drink much between those two or three weeks. I only had a few, you know, a little bit, because um, I could go and have just a little bit sometimes. But uh, especially when everyone's watching me. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that was one of those rules, and I, I said this a lot, at probably my blog, which is you know you know, I always had, you know, and you probably did too. Like you mentioned, having, you know, I only do it on these days or these people, or the, you know, I had that too. I, I said, okay, well I'll only do it on the weekends or, and I'll only do it when I don't have my kids, which I, that was one of the mm-hmm. last rules I had left. And, um, when I, when I drove drunk, I realized I didn't have a whole lot of rules left to break. I mean, the only rule I think I had left was not doing it around my kids. Um, and that was it. And <laughs> I didn't want to break that rule, you know. Um, but I could see it happening because obviously I had no idea what would happen once I started drinking. Nice. Um, so yeah, it was really scary, just realizing, you know, what you can do.
0: Nice. Yeah. So, um, so now you've because you were already into like entrepreneurship. You already had your own businesses. Uh, you were operating before you quit drinking. How how would you say like sobriety has affected your Your business and and your 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 life apart from that.
1: Well, um, (laughs) vastly because I actually have a completely different business and different trajectory of my life right now. Um, With my previous husband, you know, I I just left. I I left the business with him. I sold in my shares, and we divorced, and um, just just was started over with. I would say with nothing, but I mean, compared to a lot of people, I had you know, I had home, I had a lot of stuff, but to me it was nothing. I didn't have, I, I didn't have a business. I didn't have an income. Um, I was interviewing for jobs that were all paying minimum wage and I knew better, you know, I'd, I'd had a business before. I knew, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I can't support three kids and this rent, you know, on $8 an hour or 725, whatever it was. Um, and you know, like I mentioned, um, so, you know, I, I basically became a freelancer. Um, and um, my husband now, like I said, I met him, we started dating and he's a programmer and, um, who owns his own business. And that's one of the ways we, we connected just in, you know, Mm -hmm. when you get talking to other entrepreneurs, there's that you understand, um, even though he's not in recovery, he's not a, he's not like me Mm -hmm. in that sense at all. Um, he's an entrepreneur. And so he, I just started watching kind of what he was doing and, um, got interested in it. And essentially I, he taught me how to build websites, but I would say it, not like sitting there teaching me, he basically mm-hmm. gave me the tools and was kind of there as a mentor. And um, cause it just looked really interesting. I just started, and he also gave me some clients to work with from his business. Um, and so I started building websites and just fell like madly in love. Like I had never, I had kind of built a website for my business before um, that I'd had, but, um, never like this. And when I realized you could actually make money doing something, um, that you really enjoyed the business I had before, I'm not going into too much, but it was, it was tied into the banking and mortgage industry. Um, not a whole lot of fun (laughs) for me. Um, it was something I just did, you know, um, I did own it, but it was not, you know, it was just, it was just pay the bills. Um, Mm -hmm. so this is the first time I actually was like, it felt like play and people were paying me for it and um and I was pretty good at it I mean i still I like say I'm good at it I, I picked up on it very quickly um because I had a lot of you know but so I say like I said I am a freelancer but it, it morphed into um now what it is now which is I have you know I started I started actually actually Longmire Consulting I recently changed it to Serenity Web Solutions um because actually my Consulting was just a name I threw up there until I could think of something better. <laughs> but um so I just changed that. And I started seeing uh, I had somebody, um, Melissa from Clean Life Clean Home, um, okay. approach me to do her her website for her. Um I don't know if you've heard of her or if you yeah. follow her at all, but yeah. So she approached me when I, I posted something about just loving doing websites, I think, on Instagram. I wasn't, hmm. I don't know what I did, but um so I did her website and I I realized that I could give back to the community in a way. Um, you know, I'm just working with people who have nonprofits or businesses, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I do all sorts of, I just, I don't know. Um, sobriety, basically all the energy that I put into drinking before, um, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of energy. I didn't realize I was putting into drinking. There's a lot of mental obsession involved. Mm -hmm. Um, it went directly into learning, you know, new skills. And I watched 100,000 tutorials (laughs) and stayed up all night just trying some new thing, Um, learning code or learning, you know, WordPress and the different everything. Um, I got very involved in the WordPress community too. Um, Anyway, all my energy, I I tend to do like what a lot of us do, whether you're in recovery or not. If you're an entrepreneur, you Mm -hmm. find a shiny new thing and just grab it. This, this thankfully did not, was not just a shiny new thing. I've done it for a couple of years now and I haven't gotten bored with it yet. So (laughs) that's a good sign, but yeah, no, I can actually think, well, I will say this too. I, um, that was one of the reasons I quit drinking was I fell in love with this right as I was still trying to figure out if I wanted to keep drinking or not. And Mm. I couldn't think very well. Um, Mm. all the hangovers and all the, you know, and I was getting frustrated because I couldn't build the way I knew I could, I wanted to, um, build websites. So that kind of was a motivator. Also, I wanted my brain functioning properly and thankfully that, that did happen.
0: Right wow. Yeah. That's, it's funny how like, once you get rid of the alcohol, it frees up your mind for so much more. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and then what happened to me, I, I took like a, a web design class or something like that in high school. And like, I, i worked for my family's fish farm before so i kind of ran that website and stuff and just kind of maintained it and i learned wordpress a little bit just enough to like kind of keep a blog post here and there Mm -hmm. um but once i got sober then i was like finding things to occupy my time i found like udemy and started getting on courses on there and like wow you can do a lot more on the internet with a web page these days than i had any clue you could yeah and I got into like different programming and like JavaScript. And it's just like fun just building these projects. And it's something like I remember really enjoying in high school, but just like once I went away to college, started drinking, and then just how much time got focused on that instead of other things that I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh getting back into that has been like really fun. So now I have I have a bunch of different websites that aren't really doing much except for <laughs> Just giving me like ways to practice different things and and work like with different businesses and, mm-hmm. and different like database solutions and and taking what I learned there and applying it to um, where I work now uh, at a hospital down here in Miami and it's just crazy that I've learned so much stuff that I can like then help the the company with and anytime my manager gives me a new project I'm like okay I can learn that I can learn that and they, mm-hmm. it, it's a whole different way of approaching my job and everything instead of just like okay well you're giving me something that i don't know why are you making me do that it's turns everything into like i want to learn more i I have this brain that's just like buzzing with like it it just Mm -hmm. wants to do stuff um so that's part of why i i built this the sober ventures community is to give something back just like like you're doing with with helping uh, people build their websites and and get their presence a little more uh, pronounced because um, mm-hmm. it's one of the things that um, a, a few of the people that I talked to on the summit uh, talked about, but especially um, the guy Brian from substance for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talked about we're all in this together. Any message is a good message to get out there about recovery. And the more voices there are, the louder it can be and the more people will change their lives they'll see that there's there's a positive alternative uh to everything once they open themselves up to it and if if nobody's talking about it if the voices aren't being heard it's it's not gonna get anywhere so the more people like you helping helping the stories get out there is, is great mm-hmm.
1: um yeah that's exactly i mean that's whether they're in recovery or not i mean it started out for just general people i've kind of mm-hmm. you know gone through this whole journey of doing websites for all different kinds of businesses. And I still do, of course, you know, but yeah, I, uh, I started realizing how much I loved it. Of course I love blogging too, which is why I'm actually part of my blog. Like you said, I have so many different websites. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I'm, I have, I'm probably 40 domains. It's, it's <laughs> just, just there in case one of them I decide <laughs> to use, you know, <laughs> all these different business ideas. But, um, But yeah, I mean, like you said, there's so many like stories out there, and people don't really know, especially on the technical side of things, how to get their stories out there. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I see a place where I can help with that. And that's, I'm not very good at a lot of things, but when I see like, okay, I can be good at one thing, and um, I can do that. (laughs) So I'll at least, you know, I'll offer my services there, and you know, see how that goes for people because. I can tell it's needed. Um, I wouldn't have found, I wouldn't have known that sobriety was even possible if it weren't for, um, I think it was so com that I came yeah. across. Um, that was one of the first ones, but that's a website, you know, I mean, that was a whole community still mm-hmm. is. Um, I'm not super active there, but I just read a lot of the stories, but they had, to, they had to have a website for me to find them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's been, and like you said, I used to be overwhelmed by everything, you know, somebody, like you said, somebody's giving me something I don't know how to do. I would just feel like stressed, you know, Mm -hmm. and I still get a little stressed, but it's, it's now it's exciting. It's like, Oh, awesome. You know, I get a new project to figure out. I mean, I'm honest about it. If it's something I haven't done before, but, but um, most everything, I mean, are pretty, you can find something, you can find something that tells you how to do it. Yeah. But I love learning new things. And like you, when I was when I was young, I also I had websites and newsletters and I did all sorts of very similar things when I was a teenager and um growing up on the internet and I'd forgotten all about all of it. I started building websites you know HTML and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Then um, I did all sorts of the weird little sparkly. Thing. My my website was a mess. I was Thirteen,
0: it was like sparkly of stuff. Course, all the fun, the the animations, yeah, the gifts, yeah. and everything. Yeah, I think I had like an open scrolling fire. text. Yes, I, I had all the scrolling
1: text and all the animations, um, fireworks, and I mean, crazy thirteen-year-old website, but a thirteen-year-old's website. Hmm. But, um, and I've forgotten about that completely. So it's, it's not like I just learned something out of the blue. It's obviously something that's been kind of dormant in me. Um, but yeah. Ah.
0: So it's like, what does a day in your life look like nowadays?
1: Hmm. Most of the time I work, um, you know, like you said, you work for it. My, my husband owns a business and, I work a lot with his company. Uh, he owns it. I'm not a partner in it, so I don't say it's like our business, but we do because he's my husband. Um, I work with him a lot, kind of as a freelancer, um, the website side of things for their clients. So I go to the office for his office um, nearby, and I'll do a lot of my work there. And um, I have kids, you know, I have three kids, and they are they're 11, 9, and 5. So they're at the wonderful ages where they can actually make themselves food and, <laughs> and sleep all night. So um, so the days are actually really easy nowadays with older children anyway. But um, I just go work. Like I can actually get up. I do meditation and prayer in the morning now. Uh, as of recently, again, I went a long time without doing that. And I think as you read on my my blog, that didn't turn out so well for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, recently, I realized that was something I needed to to incorporate back into my life. Um, so now I, I make it a priority to get up and I don't spend an hour meditating or anything like that. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll pray in the shower, you know, just yeah. quick little, but at least I'm, I make an effort to connect, you know, um, and kind of have a focus on my day. But um, then I just get to work. I mean, some days are different. They're kind of, you know, if my brain won't creative or it won't think or whatever, um, then I'll just give myself permission if I try to anyway, to, to stop and play around with some mindless project. Um, but yeah, I mean, I work pretty much. I, like I said, I, I just got home. It's 540 now. I got home at five. Um, I left here at eight. Um, but, oh, yeah. but I'm like about two miles from my house. My kids were here and, um, with a babysitter and I'll stop and come if they're at school then um it's just a lot of it's, it's a pretty nice normal routine i like it
0: <laughs> yeah you get a good full day and and you remember to to keep in touch with your your spirituality a little bit along the way because life can get overwhelming without it uh yeah. so just taking that extra time to to pause or to reflect or to just be quiet and and then process what your day is going to look like it, it's so huge um that it's it's tough to to remember to do that and it's it's tough to remember that it's important uh yeah. so it's, it's good to hear and yeah it, your story about that was very very powerful um how yeah. how it can accelerate and just keep stepping up until you don't realize what's wrong even uh mm-hmm. so that, yeah. that's
1: anxiety, good anxiety can get overwhelming i uh yeah, you know, playing back even what I just said. I mean, I make it sound in my own head like, "Oh, that sounds super chill." My days are not super chill. I tend to. One of the ways I stay super chill is I have people around me that are like, "Okay." I have a friend who works with me that kind of is my the yin to my yang. You know, she helps me, she organizes me, and uh, my husband's really good at making sure projects get done. Um, if it was just me left by myself, um, I do pretty well. But I also like to have a team that I work with. Um, Otherwise I might just chase everything <laughs> all the time.
0: Um, yeah. 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 Know that kind of mindset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see all the shiny things still. Uh, our minds are still the same kind of in the same kind of place. You want to do all the things you have all these ideas that you can do for, for your clients and for the people you want to help. Uh, but to put it into a structure and kind of organize it. Some people have different skill sets. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's good to have a, a, a team around you like that. Yeah. Um, Do you have like any like resources like books or podcasts, like other things that, uh, helped you kind of build your business and while maintaining your sobriety?
1: Um, yes, I mean, yes and no, I wouldn't say they're recovery specific, but I've definitely, um, you know, as far as building a business goes, the, one of the first podcasts that got me like fired up about building a business or building my own and realizing what it was all the possibilities were. Um, it's very word, it's very website specific, but the, um, the WP innovator podcast with, um, Lee Jackson, and he's a friend of mine now, but at the time I just found him through again, searching hmm. and, uh, he's got a great podcast and it's not always WordPress specific. It's, it's kind of owning its entrepreneurship as well. Hmm. And I got really involved in the community of WordPress with that. And it just got me fired up. But a lot hmm. of, that that particular community is very supportive of a lot of mental health and you know, just because yeah. they're very um, it's not just website specific, it's business and, and the struggles that people go through. So I've I've found a lot of good friends there. Mm-hmm. But um, and the other one was um I, I've listened to a lot of podcasts, but just off the top of my head, it was um Boss Mom is another one that again, not recovery specific, um, but very helpful even though I never really have been the type of business owner to be like, woohoo boss lady. You know, I'm not really, I'm not really rah rah, like sparkly boss girl type person, but I can appreciate the community that, the, that women do, you know, what female entrepreneurs have. And um, the boss mom podcast has been really helpful for a lot of the mental health issues or I say mental health, but a lot of the mindset issues, I guess is a better word. Um, they come along with running a business with kids and, you know, the, the pressure's there. Um, but you know, I have book wise, this one's um, the confessions of a misfit, misfit entrepreneur, um, by Kate Toon. actually I'm in her community too, but, uh, I came across her probably through boss moms, but her book is one of the only ones I can think of. I mean, it's, it's helpful in a lot of ways, but it's funny. Um, and it's very relatable for me. Um, as far as in the entrepreneur world, there's a lot of, I'm sure I've been seeing people talk about this more, but you know, six figure coaching incomes and Mm -hmm. you you have to be, you know, work four hours a week, you know, which is nothing wrong with that. It's actually great. um, Mm -hmm. Podcast too. Tim Ferriss is awesome, but you know, I tend to maybe in me, I want to do all the things all at once. And I feel like I'm the total failure if I don't do everything mm-hmm. the way that this successful person obviously it must be working for them. And Kate in her book, she talks about a lot of that and she's still a successful business owner. Who's just kind of like, dude, I, you know, eat, crump, eat pizza in my couch in my pajamas most of the time. You know what I mean? Like I don't, she doesn't like speak in front of people, but she will go speak in front of people. You know, so yeah. things like that help me feel more like, okay, I can be a normal person and build a business and not be like, putting out this persona that I'm that I have all the answers for everything all the time. Um, cause it feels like you kind of have to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have have somebody to kind of look up to that isn't just the, the shiny image of like perfection, like that's been doing it for like 10 years and you don't see like the, the struggles that they go into it to see that, okay, just because you're not at that level yet that mm-hmm. there is, you, you can be progressing towards that or even be okay with where you are and and your level right now
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and, and and not just like beating yourself up or or making yourself give up uh mm-hmm. if you're not reaching the goals fast enough if you say read read a book and you're like oh I want to do all those things and then you don't uh, it, it takes mm-hmm. having, having a good mentor that they kind of you can see step-by-step step and, and go through the struggles with, uh, so that, yeah. that's good. I, those are great recommendations. I haven't heard of any of those before. So, so that's yeah, awesome.
1: There's a, yeah, there's a lot more out there. So I know as soon as we get off of the call, I'll be like, man, I feel, you know, I forgot about this one, and that one, but you know, there, if you're the type of person that looks up these kind of things anyway, you know, you'll come across some I hadn't heard of either. Um, and I'm forever picking up new podcasts and, um, mm-hmm. things, but yeah, I, yeah, I have to, I have to slow down and give myself time. Otherwise I burn out. Um, yeah. And Instagram actually oddly, I mean, I know Instagram has been a big help in a weird way, even though it's not again, business specific, but a lot of my business help has come in the mindset. It's not Mm -hmm. so much in in the logistics. Um, you know, logistically there's, tons of information out there there's pro blogger on the blogging side that I love there's all sorts of stuff but on the mindset side of things that's where I struggle um when you get into I can work and work and work and then I don't want to talk to anybody for like a month mm-hmm. but my business it won't work that way so i have to figure out how to work through that and i don't have and i'm not paying for therapy right now that's this is my therapy <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to, yeah. So I, I tend to focus i'm I'm the one in a lot of these business groups is asking about personality types and anxiety, not so much, you know, how to set up an email marketing list. Cause I can do that.
0: But anyway, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Community is a, a powerful thing just to, to have people around you going through the same thing that, that have, read all sorts of other books that you may not have read or listened to another podcast where they talked about something that helped them. And then just the more people you're, you're surrounding yourself with uh, the better information you'll get and the more you'll be able to, to help yourself. And then later on, just like right now talking on this podcast, the ears that this will reach that for some reason they didn't hear it on another podcast, even though there's so much information out there, uh, mm-hmm. just to find the, the right little niche where, or, that'll be targeted exactly to you. Um, that that'll help even if it's just like one or two listeners at a time here and there. Um, cause I know I'm just starting this thing up. I, I don't have a big email list. I think I have 20 people on my email list and I'm amazed that I have that many, yeah. uh, just starting out. Uh, I just started this, my Instagram page basically last November. Um, and I already have like over a thousand followers on Instagram and it's just like developing more and more. And, and I'm, I'm happy to be able to share and I'm happy to be able to, to reach out to like so many more people than I would have ever thought of when I just started out. Um, yeah. but it, it's speaking to the fact that there's people out there that want to hear this, that there is a, there is a group, uh, that's going through the same kind of struggles and the more you can speak in their language, the the better it is. So, Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been great talking to you. Um, I guess one of my last questions, uh, would be, uh, like what advice would you give to somebody that might be kind of new to entrepreneurship, maybe even new to sobriety? Um, if they're starting to like have those kind of ideas, like I, I want to do more with my, with my life, with my brain power, with, uh, with my free time, uh, what kind of advice would you give somebody starting out?
1: Um, oh gosh, I, I, this is the advice I give for both of those things, probably for business and recovery, which is a cliche, but, um, there's two of them. There's one day at a time, mm-hmm. um, which has saved my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, cause I want to do all the things this hour. Um, okay. so focusing on just what I can do today has been life-changing and I, I, Preach that all the time, just doing one thing at a time. And then along with that, it's do the next right thing. Um, so, whether it's in business or recovery, but especially business for me, um, you know, sometimes the next right thing is just writing a blog post or um, reaching out to a particular lead because I tend to get mm. anxious about sales or whatever um, and put that kind of stuff off. But, um, but, if I do that and it goes well, then it gives me confidence. so I just do the or if it goes badly, then I learn something. but um doing the next right thing just in that moment, you know, and sometimes the next right thing is taking a nap <laughs> so yeah. um so I like it when that's the that's the thing to do too but um but yeah, sometimes I just have a list and I just kind of plod through it, you know, sometimes I take entire weekends and I don't sleep and I work, but um you know that they, they both work for me. But um, that's my advice. I would say is is definitely one day, one hour at a time. That works for recovery, business, and life. Um, it's it's like my mantra. that I, I would say. Right
0: on. Yeah, those are those are perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, well, thanks very much, Ashley. Um, it's been great Absolutely. talking to you. Um, any, anything else you'd like to add uh, how how would you like people to find you on on the internet on instagram uh, where where's the best place to find you
1: um, well i have you know of course my blog is bloom and ash um, and that's just yeah bloom and without a g but and com. but i also have my my business this i'm like i know i mentioned i just changed it but it's serenitywebsolutions.com and i'm just you know i'm Ashley Longmire um you know, I, probably on Facebook or anywhere, but I, I know Instagram and, um, it, it's the best way to find me really. Um,
0: yeah, I see you're posting stuff up there all the time. Uh, yeah. I know I also saw you recently had, a, a guest blog up over at, um, a girl in tonics page and they're not drinking diaries. So I see the, your Instagram's a, a good hub of of all you got going on, all the different projects you're working on, anytime you post up a new blog post, uh, mm-hmm. it's a great way to follow along. You have great visuals to support it and, and yeah. engage the community there. So
1: well, thank you. Uh, I'll definitely
0: yeah. give a, a thumbs up to that and, and have anybody that's listening, definitely go and check her out there. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Sober Ventures. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, be sure to hit subscribe in your podcast player so you can get the next one delivered straight to you as soon as it's released. And if you want to help spread the word, leave a rating and review on iTunes to help us increase our reach and our ability to be found when someone is searching for us. I look forward to being of service as this podcast and community grows, so if you have any questions or thoughts on how I can make this better or more helpful, email me anytime at soberventures at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you join me again next time on Sober Ventures.